Welcome to Appearance Matters, the podcast. I'm Nadia, and this is our fifth episode in our 2023 Summer Short series. The aim of this series is to bring you weekly bite-sized episodes focused on different papers our team at the Centre for Appearance Research have published recently. I'm here today with Dr. Helena Lewis-Smith, Associate Professor here at the Centre for Appearance Research. Hi, Helena. Hi, Nadia. Good to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's been a while. It has been a while. Very good to have you back. So let's get straight in. Can you tell me and our listeners what paper we're talking about today? Sure. So today we're talking about um, a paper called Evaluating a Body Image School-Based Intervention in India, a Randomised Control Trial. And this is the paper that was published in Body Image. Super, thank you. So I know this project is a collaboration between the Dove Self-Esteem Project and the Centre for Appearance Research. And so I wondered if you wanted to do a quick shout out to the co-authors on the paper. Yeah, 100%. So first of all, we have Kirsty Garbett. Uh, Paul White and Philippa Deirdricks, who are with us at uh, the University of the West of England. And then we have our fantastic collaborators in India. We have Angela Chowdhury, Mega Dillon and Hemel Shroff. And also a final little shout out to um, the psychologists at the Karma Centre for Wellbeing, because they were the fantastic um, psychologists who actually delivered this intervention that we'll speak a little bit about in a moment. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. And so I remember right back towards the start of the project, you and some of the team came on the podcast to talk about body image in India and introduce this project. So if listeners want to find out more on the background, they can have a hunt around in the podcast archives. But for now, I wonder if you could give a bit of a cliff notes version of the premise of the study. So like, what's the rationale? And maybe if you could say a little bit about the intervention itself. Sure thing, Nadia. Well, given um, this was conducted in India um, and it's taken a lot of work and a lot of people to do this, um, hence why after a couple of years now I'm here back talking about we finally finished this this study. So essentially we decided to run this research alongside the, the Dove Self-Esteem Project because we know that um, increasing numbers of adolescents in India are experiencing body image concerns and that's obviously associated with mental public health issues but also social justice issues if you think about colorism as well. Um, in India. Um, however, despite this being an issue, there is pretty much no nothing available in terms of interventions for young people. Um, so our aim with this research was essentially to see whether would it be possible to adapt an existing evidence-based intervention for adolescents in India um, and would it be effective in improving body image, disordered eating, self-esteem and other mental health outcomes. Yeah, that's awesome. And I wonder if you could say a little bit about the intervention. So it's a school-based intervention. Um, is it five sessions? So it's a five-session intervention. And those of you who are familiar um, with, with our work, this is based on our kind of flagship um, school-based intervention known as Dove Confident Me. This is a five-session programme and it essentially targets recognised risk factors for body image concerns. So that includes internalisation of appearance ideals, um, appearance comparisons, body talk, um, and it essentially tries to promote kind of self-worth beyond appearance. And it is run using kind of PowerPoint presentation by a teacher, 
but also um, includes group activities and individual activities among students as well. So it was obviously really important to make sure that this programme that had been developed in the UK was appropriate for the Indian context. So a lot of our time at the very beginning was literally adapting the intervention for that reason to make sure it was acceptable. And so that involved ensuring that the examples that we use were related to the context. So, for example, in India, Bollywood is a um, is amazing, uh, but is also a huge source of appearance pressures um, because a lot of the, the heroes and heroines tend to kind of conform very much to that Eurocentric white appearance ideal. And so we know that this has um, can, can actually instill a lot of pressure on young people. Um, and then similarly, we know that family have a huge impact um, in India as well. So it was really important that we included examples of when, for example, your auntie might say something to you about your weight or I don't know, about staying out of the sun, for example. And so we spent this time adapting the programme and we also um, conducted a photo shoot with a load of fantastic um, adolescents from India as well so we could replace the imagery too. And after we did that, um, we conducted a study, um, a paper led by my colleague Kirsty Garbett, where we wanted to basically make sure that kids liked it and that teachers liked it. And so what we found was that, um, you know, kids thought it was relatable. They found it helpful. Teachers felt it was easy to teach to children. And so we were kind of ready then to do this randomised control trial, which I'm going to talk to you about today. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's super helpful. So let's get into it and talk about the methods. So, yeah, can you just talk us through like what you did? What was the research design? Who are your participants? Sure. So we conducted a randomized control trial. So effectively, that involves taking, you know, two groups of participants and one of those groups will receive that intervention, whereas the other group will not receive the intervention. So in this case, those in the control group just had school lessons as usual. They had no idea there was even an intervention. And then what this involved was administering questionnaire surveys that essentially tapped into these kids' body image, disordered eating, self-esteem, et cetera, et cetera, um, before the intervention, after the intervention, and three months later. So that was kind of the, the design. Mm -hmm. And we recruited um, six schools in Delhi, um, so very kind of urban part of, of India, very kind of, you know, yeah, urban, lots of media, lots of billboards <laughs> in Delhi. And altogether, there were 568 boys and girls. So let's say roughly we split them by two. Mm -hmm. um, we trained uh, psychologists at the Karma Centre for Wellbeing to deliver the programme. So we were very, very fortunate that they went in and delivered the programme to the students. And then, yeah, we looked at the measures. We compared them between students who had received the programme and who hadn't received the programme. So those were the methods. Awesome. Super clear. And was the research all conducted in Hindi or English or something else? So really interestingly, it was meant to be in English, given that English is kind of the... English and Hindi both, to be honest, are the spoken languages, the national spoken languages in India. And we envisaged this to be in English. However, what was happening was that when the psychologists were delivering this, naturally they were going into Hindi and students were going into Hindi. And so in the end, we were like, right, you know what, this is real life. This is how it is in a country like this where, you know, there are multiple languages. I mean, that's not even considering all the dialects all mm -hmm. over India. You know, we have to allow the fact that you know, we're going to go in and out. So whilst the materials were all in English, so, you know, the PowerPoint presentation, the activity sheets, um, in terms of like the language, the dialect, um, it went, well, English essentially is the best way to describe it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. And so let's get to the findings. Can you share the headline findings in this study? 
(laughs) We were super, super surprised, but really chuffed with the findings because essentially what we found was that once they finished the intervention, those who who had gone through Dove Confident Me, they had significantly improved body image, internalization of appearance ideals, disordered eating, self-esteem, negative effect and improved life disengagement related to appearance concerns. And we pretty much found that um, these effects were maintained three months later as well. So we were, yeah, we were really, really quite shocked, but also really, really pleased with that. It's fantastic. Yeah, they're really positive findings. Um, and you said you're quite shocked just then. So, but I don't know if there's anything else that surprised you with, with this study or, or was it that just the fact that the findings were so positive? To be honest with you, I think it was a fact that we found so many findings because what tends to happen traditionally in kind of school-based intervention research is that we find improvements in body image, uh, Mm -hmm. but rarely do we find improvements, say, in risk factors, so internalization, appearance comparisons, and even less so in kind of broader mental health outcomes like self-esteem. Um, And when you compare Dove Confidently Evaluated in India versus Evaluated in the UK, we had, yeah, we had a greater number, the the effect sizes were the same, but we had a greater number of significant effects. And when we started thinking about why this could be, I mean, the obvious thing is we had psychologists deliver this. um, So, you know, very kind of skilled in this, whereas in the UK, Dove Confidently was delivered by teachers. But I think a bigger thing that we think is going on here is that this is such a novel topic for, for young people in India. And, you know, mental health issues aren't ordinarily addressed in schools anyway, which is, you know, whereas in the UK, in the US and Australia, you know, there seems to be a a pretty good repertoire in schools for making sure that these are covered. So given that this is rarely talked about, there's not even many mental, like national mental health campaigns either in India. Um, You know, this is something that would have been new for students. And I guess living in a culture like in India where appearance is like so central to the culture, there's a lot of value placed on it, unfortunately, um, you know, due to colonialism, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, we think that essentially there was more room for movement, I guess, um, because this is a topic that I guess they'd never really considered before. And then when they did, they're like, oh, yeah, this is something that is an issue for us. Um, so yeah, so it was surprising, but we yeah. think that's really what it is. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for for sharing that. Um, and before we wrap up on talking about this study, is there anything else you want to add that you haven't been able to mention yet about your findings, or or perhaps what's next with the project, or or with the work that you're doing? Yeah, well, so this is the first, the, well, as far, as far as we're aware, um, this is the first mixed gender body image intervention mm-hmm. that we're aware of that has been, you know, evaluated in India. However, you know, we have to remember that this was done in, in Delhi, um, you know, and also done in private schools as well as opposed to government schools mm-hmm. where there are more resources. And obviously, if we want to reach the huge number of adolescents in India, we need to be thinking about more scalable interventions. So, for the last, because obviously it seems quite crazy, because this first study was many, many years ago now. And then after that, so the last two years, we've spent time working alongside the Dove Self-Esteem Project, UNICEF and BBC Media Action in thinking about what form of intervention could we use for those kids in rural India, let's say, where there's not many resources in schools, there's not electricity, you can't mm-hmm. show PowerPoint and presentation. And so we've been developing comics which is very exciting. Uh, so we've been developing comics that use stories to hopefully target the same risk factors as in Dove Confident Me, but in a more accessible, um, affordable way and, and in a way that teachers can deliver this. 
because then again it, it, it saves money it can reach more young people and also it's fun because it's comic yeah. books it's stories so yeah so that's what we're, we've been working on and um yeah keep your eyes peeled for hopefully for the findings coming out very soon yeah that's super cool and I know comics are, are really popular in India as well so yeah fingers crossed for that one and yeah looking forward to hearing more so that's brilliant thank you so much for sharing all of that Helena and before I can let you go, I think you know what's coming. Because this is our summer short series, I would love to know what your current favourite summer snack is. So I'm going to be a bit different this time because usually I provide puddings. And I think last time we spoke, I said Eaton Mess, which is my summer favourite dish. But I'm going to talk about a salad, which I love. And it is feta and watermelon salad. It is incredible. So it's like literally feta, watermelon, cucumber, and red onion. And I strongly encourage everybody to make it. It is delicious and it is refreshing. Nice. That's so funny. Philippa actually said that was her favourite summer snack as well. So we've got we've Wait. got two votes for a watermelon um, and feta summer salad. So brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. So. Thank you so much, Helena, for joining us. Um, and with that, we'll say a big thank you also to our listeners for tuning in to Appearance Matters, the podcast and our summer short series. If you enjoyed the show, please do remember to share, subscribe, rate and review. It really does mean a lot. And we will be back next week with another guest and another summer short. Mm-hmm.